What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the world's first and longest-running podcast all about Amazon advertising. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Erickson Vachine, here in Austin, Texas. And I'm excited to have my good friend, talented marketer, uh, back on the show, Sean Stone. What a great name. Um, we're going to be covering four approaches to managing and maximizing uh, whatever goal you might have for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, if you're new around here, we've got over 250 episodes and that can be pretty daunting. Uh, so be sure to check the description of this, whether you're watching on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. Because uh, in the description, we have a Google Sheet uh, with all of our episodes categorized by SEO, bid optimization, budget, all those good topics where you can go dig in and explore whatever you are needing to find. Get that link in the description. Have a good one and let's jump in to the episode. I've launched campaigns and picked keywords. I've got my bits, set placements too. Now bad mistakes. What's up, Sean? Welcome back to the PPC Den podcast. Great to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. You know, we're going to be talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Before we get into the tactics and the strategy, I'm curious if there's anything you're hoping Santa gets you this year. Uh, I want more surfboards. <laughs> more surfboards. How many do you have? I, I have two, but I want more. What kind of surfboards do you have? Okay, so I've got like a foamy because I, you know, I was trying to learn or really like get out of the beginner stage. Yeah. And then I got a really good surfboard. Um, and now I want something that's good but longer. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I learned how to surf on a fish surfboard. Have you ever ridden a fish surfboard? I haven't, but I would also like a fish surfboard. Yeah, it was, I learned to surf on a fish surfboard in New Jersey and I had such an awful time for months. I was just like so struggling so bad. And then eventually I got a nice foam longboard and I'm like, oh my God, surfing is really fun. Um, so yes, I highly recommend anyone who wants to learn to surf. You don't need to start on a crazy board. Start on a big, start on a big boy. Start on a big one. Definitely start on a big board. Yes. San Diego, great spot to surf. It's world-class. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. I hope one day someone's surfing way out there in San Diego. They're like, are you Sean Stone? Can you talk to me about my campaigns? <laughs> <laughs> so Black Friday, Cyber Monday is a time of great excitement in the e-commerce community. So number go up. 
And this is, it also comes with a lot of confusion because I think a lot of people don't exactly know what to do and it keeps on changing. And the thing that I think has changed the most over the years, I sort of started doing these Black Friday, Cyber Monday episodes in 2017. You know how long ago that was? Wow. 2017. And the biggest change that has happened over the years was that there are different approaches to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. There's different approaches to Prime Days as well. So I think that this is the theme of this episode, which is what are those approaches? And depending on what approach your business is in, will really dictate some of your strategy. So I'm excited to sort of distill this out. Thank you so much for digging into this together. Uh, And with that, let's go ahead and jump in to what those four approaches are. So the thing with all these different approaches is um, and funny enough, I've been selling on Amazon since 2017 as well. I feel like the tactics may have changed over the years, but the strategies have made remain the same. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a principle behind what we're doing that matters the most. So the four strategies are really should be at least dictated by your goals. And so they are what first ask yourself, what are, what are my goals for this prime day false or excuse me for this black Friday, cyber Monday? Uh, is it max profit per unit? Is it maximum market share? Is it total most dollars of profit or is it more of like a balanced sales and profit approach? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're both your favorite children, um, which mm-hmm. is definitely possible. And I'm definitely not the favorite. <laughs> so, so let's actually break down these goals. Yeah. The first one is max profit per unit, uh, which we also had number three, which is max total profit. Can you actually sort of tease these two apart for us? Yeah, of course. So max profit per unit is if you think of yourself as like a very small convenience store and you're selling individual products on a day-to-day basis and you think about your costs for each of those sales, what you're trying to do is have the absolute maximum dollar per each unit sold. So the lowest amount of advertising and the lowest amount of other things eating into your margin so that each product is being sold for the highest margin amount possible. And so that might not be the strategy that gets you the most dollars collectively, Mm -hmm. but it is the strategy will get you the most dollars per each unit sold. So mm-hmm. profit divided by unit sold equals this strategy. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. Oh. yeah, so it's more so like taking an approach on a specific group of products versus uh, the all of your products or thinking of you know different types of products that you have that can be sort of promoted in different ways that might uh, maximize sales in one spot or profit in another spot. So it's sort of more of a max total profit is seems like it's a more every product might have that particular strategy, whereas max profit per unit is going to be more product specific, would you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you think about max total profit, what you're trying to achieve is getting the most profit dollars in your account. And the way to get there might not actually be by having the highest profit per unit sold, because you know, there's the old like Sam Walton principle of 
I'd rather sell more for at a lower margin than fewer at a higher margin. Got it. And that's that's kind of the distinction between those two. Mm-hmm. Max profit per unit versus max total profit. One, you're maybe focused more on the percentage. The other one, you're focused more on the overall number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, max market share, uh, which to me is like maximizing the revenue, the top line number so that you can, you know, increase your market share, like the percentage of sales that are going to happen for my niche or my category, I'm going to have a bigger percentage during this time frame, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeah. And a lot of very big companies care a lot about this. And mm-hmm. also a lot of companies who are in a very competitive space where every time that their competitor acquires a customer, that's a customer that they are not acquiring. And especially with something that's replenishable, you could be in a situation where you're really fighting to like where fighting to acquire that customer matters a lot. So that's a situation where it would make a lot of sense to focus on your maximum market share. Say if you know that your average shopper on Amazon buys from you and then reorders three, four more times. Um, and there are ways to calculate that. I mean, that's an episode in itself. If you know that information, then focusing on market share during a day like Black Friday or Cyber Monday is a really good way to increase the total number of repeat purchasers inside of your account. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have this balanced approach uh, where you're trying to boost your sales, so gain a little market share. Uh, you're trying to you know, boost your top line as well as trying to do it profitably. Whereas maybe the max market share is more so uh, potentially like a loss leader for other times or just redu- a reduction of profit for the sake of increased volume of sales. This this approach, this fourth approach is really a balanced approach, balancing both profit and sales. And for this one, you know, and for sort of all of these, you need to do some mathematics, but how do you recommend people sort of calculate that sweet spot? Like, where am I going to be when it comes to like, what, what will my numbers look like to have a balanced approach uh, for both profit and sales? So um, generally speaking, this is the strategy that most people mm-hmm. choose. And mm-hmm. it's the most logical one because really what you're trying to do is take advantage of elevated conversion rates and use those elevated conversion rates to sell more product for more profit while having a lower cost of acquiring customers because yep. the calendar is working for you. And so the way that typically we will decide how to get there and what to do is we will look at previous flagpole days as Amazon calls them, which is, you know, when did when was Amazon's last high traffic event? So Prime Day Fall Sale which just happened is a great example of something to look at, which um, will really help you understand what your margins might be like and what kind of advertising spend you can expect mm-hmm. to have and all that kind of stuff. So typically it's, it's rare that somebody will launch into Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. So traditionally people will have some kind of information. And if you are launching into Black Friday, Cyber Monday this year, I would recommend going for um, a balanced approach, but maybe skewing a little bit more towards a max 
profit per unit approach because you don't have any information. So you don't necessarily yeah. want to gamble. Um, but the general idea behind all these strategies is what worked last Prime Day or what worked in Prime mm-hmm. Day Falso. That was kind of like your test bed for what you should do on Black Friday through Cyber Monday. And you already have this data. Why not use it? Mm-hmm. And then conversely, if you have something that didn't work Black Friday and Cyber Monday, this is the perfect time for you to say to yourself, what could I do differently? Mm-hmm. What might have been better? It, yeah. Could we have benefited from more traffic? Could we have benefited from more spend? Could we have benefited from deeper discounts? There's, there's a lot of things to ask yourself in order to understand if this was a good or bad outcome for you. Yeah. You know, um, as we round out the sort of like what goal, what sort of business category am I in right now? I want to finish this section with some, one thing I find really fascinating is like, what are the sentences that people say that would put them in a bucket even before they've classified themselves as a bucket? Mm-hmm. Um, so the fourth one, which is this balanced approach, which is probably quite common because I hear a lot of people say, I want as many sales as possible at an A cost that's 30% or better. So that's generally what I think someone would say if they want that balanced approach. I'm like, hey, just go as hard as possible, but keep me under a certain percentage mm-hmm. uh, of A cost. Um, I, so I'm curious if you can think of anything else that people would say that might indicate what bucket they should be in. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with the easiest one, which is market share. Uh, people will say, I want to own the search results. Yep. I want to be everywhere. I want to make all the sales. I want my competitors to get beaten down. Mm-hmm. That is definitely the max market share sentence. Yeah. Max profit per unit is you're probably not going to explicitly say, I want to have the highest margin possible, but you might. But um, something else they might be saying is, I'm running low on stock of this SKU or everything. And I don't want to sell through too quickly because my next order is X or Y number of days away. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a good idea of what you could think for max profit per unit. Now, there are some people who still have tons of inventory, but still want to do max profit per unit. And those people might be saying to themselves, I want to make as much profit as possible, or I I want to make as much as many uh, or as high of a margin as possible off Prime Day. That's the kind of thing that you'd be thinking yourself. Mm -hmm. If you want to maximize profits, on the other hand, what you'll be saying is I want to make as you'll, you'll normally say, I want as much profit as possible. Yeah as many profit dollars as possible inside my account. Um, I think that's a very logical place to be and a really exciting place to be. But the the hard part about that is you're almost definitely going to be um, giving up some sales, Mm -hmm. which is why most people skew towards more of a balanced approach, which is I want to maximize sales and profits. Yeah. or I want profits with as much or with as good of an A cost as possible. Mm-hmm. So let's actually begin to sort of tease out some of the best things that people can do 
related to, of course, margin. So margin was the common thread in all of those four different goals where people are moving their how much they're spending per sale up and down based off whatever goal they have. So if somebody wants to maximize market share, they should be approaching Black Friday, Cyber Monday way differently than someone who wants to maximize profit and differently than someone who wants to maximize a little bit of both profit and sales. So this sort of concept of during these peak days, these flagpole days, there's certain activities that you can do and you want to push on these levers or pull on these levers depending on what goal you have. So we have a couple different things to talk about, which is, of course, discounting, couponing, and what you do with your PPC. Uh, and so talk to us a little bit about how you think about with your clients these levers that you can pull on uh, and push on of like, do we want to discount a lot? Do we not want to discount a lot? Do we want to throw a coupon in? How big is a coupon going to be? Do we want to do a brand tailor promotions? Like how hard are we going to go on there? Are we going to give them to everybody? You know, what is our PPC going to change to during the week of, you know, the week of Black Friday, Cyber Monday? You know, so like talk to us a little bit about this matrix and use uh, the people's goals to sort of give us the perspective and the context around how we should approach these. What do you recommend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Generally speaking, there are a few different considerations before we actually get into what we're doing with the different tools. So there, there are business goals. So like, what am I trying to do with my business? Um, am I trying to have a account that sells a ton of product? Is this just a channel within a broader portion of my business? Is Amazon just part of it? You know, because that's that's quite a few people, but that's not everyone. Other people use Amazon as their main channel is. And then based on those goals, uh, which is kind of like the overarching theme, uh, the next question you got to be asking yourself is how much inventory do I have? If I sell, if I have a gangbusters sales day on black Friday and cyber Monday, what does the day after look like? It, am I going to run out of stock? Mm -hmm. Do I have plenty of stock? Are there some SKUs that, don't have stock in some SKUs that do because each of those considerations can have a big impact on what your strategy ends up being. Um, because there are some products where maybe it doesn't make sense to push given your inventory considerations. The, the next thing you need to be asking yourself is do I have the margin on each of these products to afford to run some kind of promotion? If your product's margin is 20%, you probably don't want to run a prime exclusive discount because the lowest discount you can run is 20%. In that situation, you might want to opt for some of the other options on the table. And so first you got to make sure you've got inventory and make sure you have inventory, not just for the event, but for the days after, because there's no point in selling, selling out of stock quickly when, when you don't have inventory to take advantage of the post prime day sales period or sorry, Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales period. Uh, and then the other thing is with your margins, you got to start asking yourself, okay, with this margin, can I afford a discount? Can I afford a prime exclusive discount specifically because traditionally we've seen those be the best. And then assuming the answer is yes, then we can talk about the different four options. Option number one, 
is can this product afford a prime exclusive discount for maximum profitability? Yes. Can it afford some PPC? Yes. Okay. That's definitely, and you're trying to have a high profit day uh, or a high margin day rather, then that is probably the best strategy for you from a discounting perspective to just use prime exclusive discounts and maybe a little bit of PPC to keep yourself moving along through this high traffic day and take advantage of these high conversion rates. Oh yeah. Cause that's the tie that lifts all ships on these days in the sense of not only will there be an increased volume of shoppers an increased volume of people buying stuff, but also the conversion rate is going to be higher on that day as well. So not only will you get more traffic to your products, but you'll, they'll also convert at a higher degree than typically you'll have more revenue. Every time somebody clicks on your product uh, revenue per click than other days. So that sort of sets the stage really nicely for are the things that I can do to actually increase the clicks coming to my product page in the first place. And coupons are a nice way to do that. People see those click through with a little bit more uh, intensity and coupons will likely give you a bigger um, conversion rate as well. Prime exclusive discounts, same kind of thing, uh, which have been working well. I think you mentioned this in our group, like for the first prime day this year and it worked so well. Um, and it's like still working really well, uh, which I thought is great. Um, so like that combination sort of getting those discounts in on days where the conversion rate's already higher. So it's like you can, when everyone, so if you think about it, everyone's conversion rate is what it is during the normal time frame. then black Friday, cyber Monday happens and everyone's conversion rate is going to go up in some degree. And then what you're doing is you're like similar to like riding a wave. You're like on the wave and then like you put a a booster on your surfboard and then you're going faster than the wave was actually pushing you. So it it allows you to sort of, and then to which degree you do those things, like how much you coupon and what is your prime exclusive discount and how you're doing your brand teller promotions, like how intense you're going is where your goals come into play. Um, so if you just want to maximize market share, you're going to go super aggressive and sort of push those promotions to the limits. Uh, whereas if you're maximizing profit, maybe you just do, you know, potentially no promotion. You just, I, there, there's a lot of people that I talk to that just say, I'm not going to touch my PPC during Black Friday, Saturday, Monday. I'm not going to do any promotions. I'm just going to like get a little bit better conversion rate because people are buying in greater percentages anyway. And then I'm just going to maximize my profit or even I'm going to actually reduce my PPC or something like that um, due to the expected improvement in CVR. Like that's a way to maximize profit for sure. Um, and that works for some companies. Uh, maybe they have stock issues and they're, you know, they can't go too hard right now and they want to maximize profit. So I think that is an interesting component too, just sort of like, you know, we're adding sort of layers to this prism and we're sort of like improving our vision each time for like what options you have available, like discounting, and then also what you do with your PPC. Um, and, you know, it's not in our notes, but I really like the idea of price testing and price optimization as a concept as a whole. I think that's something that people can be doing uh, on a monthly basis or just going in there and seeing, hey, what would happen if... Uh, my price were to change ever so slightly up or ever so slightly down. I often think that pricing is one of the easiest things to do to see 
how it impacts your conversion rates. Like e it's easier than split testing a headline. You know, with the headline, you at least need to like re read another headline and see if you think it's going to be better than your current headline. With pricing, it's often just a change of one number. Um, so I also like that going into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and big prime days because it allows you to sort of say, okay, like I've been doing some price testing and I know that, you know, people want to pay X when they check out. So I'm going to apply a coupon and a prime exclusive discount on top of this pricing. And that's going to land people exactly where I need them. That's going to be really exciting for them. Um, so I also think that's a worthy thing to talk about throughout the year and especially yeah. going into Q4. Well, one other thing you need to consider when it comes to price testing is a lot of the deal types and the promotion types that you are, or that are most effective for Prime Day. So that's lightning deals, prime exclusive mm -hmm. discounts. Those things are anchored to a price that has happened in the past. Mm -hmm. And so each of them has a different set of rules. So one thing that I don't want anyone to come away from this podcast thinking is that hey, it, it you know what we should do is just raise our price yeah. and then put a bigger discount on mm -hmm. and hopefully that'll work because we've tried that um, and haven't necessarily seen that to be effective. And so traditionally, the shortest time period you can get away with is 30 days before the event. Now, with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, we know when that day is. Mm -hmm. And so... If you're listening to this and thinking, hey, maybe I want to have a better margin on Black Friday through Cyber Monday, one thing I would encourage you to do is if this podcast is 30 days before, go look and see if you can raise your price right now yeah, and then use that new elevated price to drive your discounts down. Mm -hmm. For so sure. That's definitely definitely a tactic you can use. You, def you don't want to do this like the day before because we've seen this go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Um, so we've got those types of things. And I know you're a big proponent of prime exclusive di discounts. Uh, that's great. Uh, couponing. And in terms of lightning deals and best deals, uh, you've often found that that's maybe underwhelming might be the word. Yeah. So here is the way that I think about these different things um, and how you can apply them to your business. Uh, so prime exclusive discounts are a minimum of 20% off, but, and the, the minimum of 20% off needs to be on the lowest price in the last 30 days. But the thing that's really nice about this deal type is one, you don't have to pay for it. You only have to pay the discount percentage. Mm -hmm. And two, it runs over the duration of the entire event. Mm -hmm. So it will run, starting on Black Friday, and it will run all the way through Cyber Monday, including those two days on the weekend, which do see substantial volume. Mm -hmm. What's powerful about that is you, to contrast it to a lightning deal, you are not gambling on any one 12-hour period being really good for you for sales. And so you don't have to worry that Amazon puts your deal up in the middle of the night and only a third of the shoppers you thought were going to be there are actually there. So for me, I would rather not make that gamble. 
I have made that gamble in the past where we run a primus or where we run a lightning deal on one of the days and then don't see great results on the others. It is frustrating <laughs> and I would rather not do it. Um, I would rather be sure that I'm going to have a mm. discount throughout the entire time period. And that entire time period of me being able to sell this product at a discount that people are excited about is a bigger opportunity for me. Now, to, to be entirely clear, I have seen lightning deals blow it out of the water. Mm -hmm. Gigantic increases in sales and profits from a lightning deal. But I've also seen them go very wrong and I don't feel as excited about making that gamble when I know that there's a safer choice that we can be sure will drive solid profitability and solid options. Mm -hmm. So that is the way that I think about prime exclusive discounts and why I think they're the best deal type um, for at least three, if not four of these um, types of yeah. uh, promotions we can offer. Yeah. Couponing, on the other hand, couponing is great because you can do any percentage um, and Technically, you could raise your price and run a coupon on the day of, although I would not recommend that. Shoppers are savvy and mm -hmm. they are not going to just see a coupon and say, great, thank you very much. But one thing that coupons have been really uh, have been proven to do is that they will stack on top of other discounts. So what do I mean by that? You could run a prime exclusive discount. And then also run a 5% off coupon and the shopper can get both those for 25%. Mm -hmm. The same is true of a lightning deal. The same is true of a best deal, which we will get to in a second. What I find really, really interesting about that is you can use stacking of these discounts to drive your conversion rate up even higher. And so this is something we've tested on uh, the most recent Prime Day on a couple of accounts. And it was so, it was more effective running a 20% off prime exclusive discount and a 5% off coupon than it was to run a 30% off sale price. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you, you're saying, hey, what's the deal with that? Why wouldn't you run, why wouldn't the higher number work? But the reason that we think it is, is that it gets into shopper psychology. You're like, hey, there's a deal hey, there's a secret deal they probably forgot about. And they're kind of feeling like they're cheating the system a little bit. Two deals better than one deal. Exactly. Two, be, two is better than one. Yes. Even if the total number is not, uh, not as high. So those are some of the strategies you can use for uh, couponing. Now, if you are going to run a lightning deal, here is my, here's my recommendation. One, make sure it's during a, pro a really good time slot. If you get it during the weekend of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's not worth it. Cancel it and turn on prime exclusive discounts. If it's during the middle of the night and you only get maybe a um, few hours of prime time, once again, I'm not sure it's worth it. You're really risking a lot of sales potential by gambling yeah. on that. But if you get a prime time slot, there are a few things you can do to really optimize your deal. Thing number one, is external traffic, especially if you have an email list, even if you haven't emailed them in years. Just sending that email out and saying, hey, we have a special discount on Prime Day. That is something that Amazon sees through Amazon Attribution 
And um, by them them seeing that, they're going to give more love to your deal by mm-hmm. you promoting your deal. Other things you can do, you could do a partnership with influencers or micro-influencers and have them go check out your deal and maybe promote it to their audience, et cetera. Uh, you could run some Google ads, which we've talked about in the past, Mike's oh, yeah. favorite, uh, and have that go to your deal. Because once again, Amazon will see you're sending traffic to these deals. You care that this lightning deal does well. Amazon will also care. And so that's something that when I'm looking at the idea of lightning deals, if you're going to do it, make sure you go big because the potential is there. You just really need to make sure that you've done everything within your power for Amazon to really promote the hell out of your product. For sure. And then best deals. So best deals, just so everyone's aware, you need to give a 30% off discount. And often you need to commit to selling in excess of $250,000 in a small window of time in, in terms of product. So this is really good for big companies that have high margins or companies that are um, really high margin because maybe they're a new category owner or Mm. a a product that's recently been brought to market. So it still has high margins. This is traditionally electronics. Sometimes it can be supplements, but, or uh, some kind of like um, nutritional products or food or something like that. But, you're really, what you're hoping for here is a big sales day with a very steep discount of 30% off as the minimum with a a lot of sales velocity. So if you're the person who's selling a product that has a $50 net margin and not a lot of competitors, this could be a good option for you. But once again, you really got to do the math for yourself and understand if your unit economics makes sense here. If your margin and inventory can afford this kind of outcome. I've got a really interesting question for you, which is, you know, I've, I consider myself a PPCer. I generally leave the promotions to anyone I'm working with or talking to. Do you think that promotion, so like PPCers, I'm a big proponent of, if you're doing PPC, keep a task list uh, in a project management board. Uh, we use ClickUp to keep track of tasks. Do you think that PPCers should own promotions for their clients? So, um, but you think that should be a task that a PPCer suggests that that happens and schedules and sets up for people? Yeah. So, I <laughs> this is going to be very semantics. So maybe I don't know. Maybe cut this part. Uh, Give it but to me. I uh, I don't consider myself a PPCer. Yeah, I was just I was going to also ask that question like what do you consider yourself cuz this is sort of like I've never set these up for anyone I'm coaching or anything like that. So yeah, so t- tell me about. So, I consider myself to be an e-commerce entrepreneur. Yeah. And I just as an e-commerce entrepreneur think that Amazon is the best game in town. Mm-hmm. They're going to win. It <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take, but they're going to win and they're going to win big. They're going to own the internet and selling things on the internet. So when I think about selling products on the internet for uh, my clients and for myself, I think about, well, what can I do in order to really 
maximize mm -hmm. the outcome. Mm -hmm. And so we, like our agency, we will make promotions for our clients and we will talk to our clients about our promotions monthly because we think that this is part of a more general mm -hmm. approach to selling products on Amazon and a more general approach to conversion rate optimization on Amazon. So if you are in a situation where you want to advertise products and that kind of thing, you also want, and if you want to spend money on advertising products, you want to make sure that you, your conversion rate is mm -hmm. worth it and can afford it. And so you got to think from the consumer's journey first, why would they choose your product out of the search results? If you've got a coupon that everybody else doesn't have, and you've got a better photo, sure. you've got a better this, you've got a better that, then that to me is the way that you should, uh, the way that you can earn that click and earn that customer. And so that's how I think about winning on Amazon is yeah, everything, like a consumer's day is, or a shopper's day, they've got all options on the table. They could go to a Shopify site, they could go to Amazon, they could go to AliExpress and get it shipped in three weeks from China. Why not give them the best experience possible so that they choose you? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, this is another episode. It's like, what does PPC? What does a PPC or do anyway? It's a bigger question for another day because I, I think the role is continuing to evolve, similar to the way that it evolved on Google Ads, where it's like, yeah, you can just do the campaigns, but you should also probably be able to help set up great landing pages. And then it's like, okay, you have a good landing page. What about a good email sequence on the back end of that? And it's like, the, 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 it gets bigger and bigger. Okay, that's a conversation for another day. Speaking of PPC, let's round this out with the four types, the four approaches to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and how PPC strategy changes for each approach. So let's start with maximizing profit per unit. Uh, what are some changes that you're going to be doing inside a PPC campaign to do that, to achieve that? So generally speaking, if you're planning on maximizing profit per unit on Prime Day or, or on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, man, Prime Day was too close. I keep saying Prime mm -hmm. Day. But if you're planning on maximizing profit per unit on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you're probably trying to maximize profit per unit all 360 other days of the year. And so... Generally speaking, it's mostly a budget increase change. However, some I have one client who we work with who has said to me explicitly, and we've run this over two high traffic events now, where we set up prime exclusive discounts, 20% off, and then we do not run advertising at all over the course of these days. We pause all campaigns. And that Risky has move. been a very effective way mm -hmm. of having a high margin per unit day. Yeah. But minimal PPC spend and some kind of promotional activity that you think will work for your, uh, your products. And so sometimes that's not putting up any promotions or only putting a 5% off coupon or raising your price. I have some people who raise their price too. Uh, oh, and we didn't mention sale prices. You can run a sale price over Black Friday through Cyber Monday, and that could be a yeah. helpful tactic if maybe you only can afford to give away 5%. That's, 
that's something you could consider instead of running a coupon. Mm-hmm. But once again, you got to really think through the different options for yourself. Yeah. So high margin day is usually not a lot of changes. Traditionally, you're just trying to make sure that you're not going to lose margin anywhere. Yeah. Uh, maximizing market share. So this is the one that probably takes the most work and also requires the most undoing. So Mm -hmm. if you were going to take this approach, you absolutely need to have a calendar event on Tuesday morning. Big time. All you're doing is undoing a lot of this stuff. So traditionally, what we would like to do on these days is make sure that we have as many campaigns as possible that are actually aged and ready to spend because creating new campaigns for this event is not necessarily a great idea. Um, But what you're traditionally doing is setting up yourself to raise your bids and your budgets by a very substantial amount leading into Black Friday and Cyber Monday, ideally on the day before, which is American Thanksgiving, and um, putting a lot of time, money, energy, and effort into winning clicks on the keywords you know matter, Mm -hmm. including seasonal keywords. So now that we have a search query performance report, I highly recommend you go and look at what keywords blew up during Black Friday and Cyber Monday last year, because there's some gold in there. There are some keywords that go from almost no searches to absolutely gangbusters every Black Friday through Cyber Monday and all of December. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of them are gift keywords, but not all of them have the word gift in them. Some Mm -hmm. of them are adjacent to the word gift. Mm. Um, so that's definitely something to think about for how to maximize, max, ma- maximize market share. And then realistically, once you've shortlisted those keywords and shortlisted your competitors, making sure that you have a plan for where, how, and when you're going to spend on all those keywords. Yeah. So are you going to own the headline, then the top of search results with your products, and then also the video? That's a great way to beat down your competitors Mm -hmm. on all the keywords that matter. But then also, if you can run product targeting campaigns, ideally focused on product pages so that you show up on their page if a consumer somehow manages to find their way to their page is another way to really own the results and maximize your market share. Well said. Uh, How about max total profit? So max total profit The way that I personally think about max total profit is the discounts are doing the work for you. Um, So I would make sure I felt like my promotion for each individual product was just a home run. And so traditionally, I would be looking at what worked at the historical results and making sure that we, uh, we had those discounts or better for that day. Then the other thing I would do is because you're looking for max profit, you're really not looking to raise bids and budgets everywhere. I would look at the last two historical days that went quite well for us and specifically look at during those days, what keywords did well. Then go back to search query performance report. Are there any um, outlier keywords, keywords that see seasonal demand? Are there any keywords that um, last uh, flagpole event didn't do well. Let's see if we can uh, not spend as much money. 
this is the approach. I mean, definitely the previous approach, which is maximizing market share, lends itself well to single keyword campaigns and exact match. But this approach also definitely lends itself well to single keyword campaigns in exact match, knowing where you're going to spend and mm-hmm. strategically raising your bids and budgets so that you end up having a very low tacos or total A cost for that day because most of the sales came from very affordable cost per clicks or only your top cost per, or top keywords and then using discounts to really just drive you home and get as many sales as you possibly can. Yeah. And lastly, the balanced approach. Uh, you know, I want to maximize my sales at a certain targeted cost. Yeah. This is pretty similar to the previous approach. What I would be looking at is where, where did I see the best outcomes before? Um, are there any upcoming seasonal keywords that might do well? And then start to think about where I'm willing to invest more. Where am I willing to spend more? Am I interested in fighting for a seasonal keyword because that momentum will probably be carried through all of December? Am I interested in trying to spend more than I would traditionally in order to keep a 30% ACoS? Because traditionally, ACoS will go down on most of our accounts because we don't traditionally raise our bids that much unless we have someone trying to dominate the market. And so that approach really lends itself well to looking at historical data and then leaning into that historical data to hit a spend goal so that you can, if you hit a spend goal and you can assume a relatively stable conversion rate, that will almost always bring you home to a really good sales and profit number. Mm -hmm. We've got it. Four approaches for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I think this is so vital. I think anything that ever gets talked about in Amazon PPC should always be talked about in the lens of like, well, what am I actually trying to do again? And these are really good goals and approaches to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So essentially use whether you're probably trying to maximize your profit per unit maximize profit share, maximize total profit, or of course the balanced approach uh, where you're trying to maximize your sales at a particular profit percentage really should shape your strategy. I know that for me as a PPC or I get most excited when we're trying to maximize market share or when we're taking a balanced approach because it's like, oh, I have the most to do inside the campaigns because I can go in there and like I'm selecting keywords, I'm, I'm boosting bids, I'm boosting budgets, I'm really trying to capitalize and grab as much of that I'm trying to hungry, hungry hippo as much of that traffic as I possibly can. So really useful. I think intermediate and advanced businesses do think of Black Friday, Cyber Monday through that lens and don't necessarily take a one size fits all approach there. Um, any final thoughts on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 2023? Do you think it's going to be a strong one, a weak one? You know, what do you think based off uh, what we just experienced with the October Prime Day? Like, where's your head at? So typically Black Friday and Cyber Monday are the biggest sales days of the year. And I think that this year is going to be good. I don't think it's going to be as amazing as December 2020 was. Sure. December 2021 was pretty good. December 2022, well, I guess Black Friday, Cyber Monday of 2021 was 
okay, not great. Uh, 22 was weak. I think 23 is actually going to be strong. Um, I think shoppers are hungry for discounts mm-hmm. and Amazon continues to cement themselves in most markets as the place you go for those great deals. I think this year, Amazon is going to do a good job. But I think what's going to be in the headlines afterwards is that the other online shopping yeah. marketplaces are going to also see a big boost. Walmart.com is going to be better than last year by a substantial amount. Target.com, same thing. Um, and I think that everyone who's really trying to make a, make a dent in the e-commerce space, I think this year is going to be a great year for Amazon. And all the other marketplaces are going to be a sleeper hit. I think next year, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, 2024, I'm calling it. Everyone's going to be talking about what you're doing for multiple marketplaces, not just Amazon anymore. So I think this is going to be a very solid year. And I think next year, we won't be talking about just one marketplace. Wow. Uh, Well, Sean, aside from the waves in San Diego, where can people find you? What are you up to these days? Um, yeah, we're, we're doing lots of stuff over at stonesgoods.com. Normally people reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm moderately active there, but I'm always checking my messages to make sure that nobody feels excluded. Uh, you can email me at sean at stonesgoods.com. And, you know, we're, we're always up to something. So I'm sure by the time this comes out, I'll have already thought of three other things you could come say to uh, find me. But just contact me. I'm easy to find, and I promise I'm nice. Awesome. I know you to be such a generous, uh, talented, uh, caring person. So thank you so much for coming back on the PPC Den. Everyone else, I'll see you next week here on the PPC Den Podcast.